Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. My talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. We've got a few hours of here of some fun, and boy, do we got a lot to cram in, you guys. From the looks of it on this list, you got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. What'd you say, darling? Oh, you got a lot of stuff to talk about based on the list I have in front of me. Whoa. A lot of fun things happening oh, for us today. Grant, welcome back after your big vacation one day off. Yes, one day off. <laughs> you got to miss the burning shame of our fourth place terrible, <laughs> you know. Project Down and Dirty. The, 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 the whatever that we ate yesterday. Crow. Too bad they just didn't let us go in a straight line fast. Right? Just let us do what we needed to do to get the job done. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I really, I, I, I just that moving that tire mm-hmm. and winking and waving and going forward and in this and that, I just to think about it now. I can't even believe I ever even pushed it an inch. You were a ballerina there for day one, though. Day two days because I two never days, did yes. the tire till the third, third day. day. I, That's it. Yep. I was a bad student. <laughs> we, <laughs> we all imagine were a little that. Bit. <laughs> I know. Oh my I gosh! Know. All right, what is this okay. share thing? Well, I've so, avoided Twitter no, all day. Well, no, it's not that big this. of a deal. But I, yeah. um, okay, so Grant, I don't think you have Apple Plus and don't watch the morning show. No, and Lori and I. Okay, so um, Neil Justin kind of said when we talked to him a while ago, and he's um, you know does TV and media for the Star Tribune. He kind of said the sh- it was boring, but he had only watched like the first four episodes of it. That's right. And so when the second season, the morning show, which is with Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. Billy Kudrup, came out, it was boring and it was heavy. And you said Casey dropped out of it because he didn't like the Bradley character, which is the Reese Witherspoon character. And it's set in like January, February of 2020. Right and before. COVID right? is all part of the yes. news as yes. it's the building up, what's going yes. on and all of that. It seemed like a slow build. but It was such a slow build. Mm-hmm. But so now we're on episode seven, I think, or something. Seven or um, eight. Seven or eight. And we've only got a couple left. But it was so... We both raced home after Hastings and both watched that show. Like, I needed to just do something. Yep. To, to di- re- just to recalibrate and just let go. For me to let go of my burning shame. <laughs> you were so, you really, okay. that struck you harder than, yeah. than usual. Yes. And so I needed to just escape. And boy, did that eighth episode give us an escape. It was so good. That's the one that Reese can use for all of her. N- uh, Emmy Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston can use uh, with the little clip when they submit because it's really kind of interesting because she was amazing in that episode. She was just 
And you felt everything she felt, and you were with her, not as Jennifer Aniston, not as Rachel from Friends, mm-hmm. but as an actress. It you know? made me appreciate whatever kind of work she's doing because her face still has expression. 100%. And she still looks like herself. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I even appreciated the wrinkles yeah and the wrinkles on her neck and the wrinkles i I appreciate her no she's not she's not puffing no she's not over Mm -mm. blown whatever but her acting was i mean you just she is alex Levy. yeah so if you guys have kind of dropped out the morning show well this is what i'm gonna tell you here's Cher's tweet and it made me happy okay okay and she's very brief um western and whoa Old Henry, and that's a movie right now that stars um, Stephen Dorff. It's mm-hmm. a 2021 Western that's oh, out. I love Stephen 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I think it's on Netflix. I saw that movie, Oh Henry. Did you like it? I, I Yeah, it, yes, I did. She said, so that was her Western and whoa, and she has the ghost face. Right. Then she's doing TV shows and movies, okay? Yeah. Her next one is... It's kind of a story about a Billy the Kid adjacent. Oh, okay. That's the Western story. And Stephen Dorff is, well, he, you know, we love him. From True Detectives is when we got to meet him again. Uh, me, yeah, yeah, he had a after disappearance. Years. Okay, so and then her second one was? is Drama, Sad, Enlightening, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which didn't get a lot of love at the box office, but people still said it's pretty amazing. Roger Friedman said absolutely they should campaign Jessica Chastain because she's riveting as Tammy Faye Baker. I'm looking forward to seeing this. I want to see that too. And then the last one, TV doesn't get any better. The morning show with the pink hearts, J.A., Jennifer Aniston. Mm -hmm. I just thought, oh, oh. Share. Share. And I thought, oh. Because people do like to know what she is. She doesn't give us that very no. often. She usually I felt like this was a engaged lot. with, uh, you know, po- political, political crap or, or elephants yes, or something. something about recording. Yes. So I like knowing what Cher is watching. I did, too. And when she said the TV doesn't get any better, the morning show in quotes, and then the hearts, and then Jennifer Aniston's oh, initials. Love it. I was just like, so this is, if you've kind of quit... Go back. Go back. And I, wa- I watched that episode twice. Yeah. I, I watched the first season. It was good. But then when you guys were telling me how bad the second, I don't, I haven't just, renewed my Apple Plus yet. So is it, it worth slow. getting back well, into? Well, it's only five well, nights. it's worth it because then you can watch the greatest Ted show. Ted Lasso. Well, that, but yes. also for all mankind. And I haven't got into that like you. Which is, I know Grant will love it. All right. I know you, you guys love have it. the same taste. Yes. yes. I got to yeah. get into that one. I just lost, I had it for a free year when I got my phone and I think right. it ended. And so let it expired. Yeah. But yeah, that could be a reason. November, there's a lot of stuff coming okay. out. Tom Hanks got a, has a couple of movies yeah, coming he does. out too. Yeah. Uh, Donnie sent me a text this morning and said that that was good. Was it? It's with him at, at post a cop, a pop, with a robot and a dog and, yeah. a, and a camper across country. It reminds me of Wilson when he, when he, yes, it does. The, Hated that movie. Castaway. You didn't Cast like that away. one. Oh, I kind of that went on. That well, it was so bad. Yeah. It's really the only movie I can think of that Tom Hanks really that was a stinker. Yeah, he doesn't oh do gosh. that very often. Well, Grant, you Let saw me just the tell you, what? Someone just sent something. This is from Kathy. She says, "Ladies, y'all made my day." I was streaming your show live yesterday and sent you a quick message about Outer Banks telling us it wasn't in South Carolina. It's in North. It's I always North. say they're on Carolina. Didn't have the chance to listen to the entire show, so I was listening to the podcast this morning, and what did I hear? My name! <laughs> Love you, ladies and grats, so much. I'm so happy I found you all. Yeah. Yes, I'm from the South with a few of those y'all thrown in. Mm-hmm. So hi, Kathy from Virginia. You know who you are. Yeah. 
That's kind of sweet. Oh, okay. Wait, what were you going to say? Well, to Grant? I was going to ask Grant he's, if he saw the Eternals because he's the big Marvel. Oh yes, fan, Grant. It's it did very well at the box office. It did very well at the box office. Critics still are not liking it. No. I enjoyed it. It was a definite different spin from most Marvel comp movies in the fact that the character development was lackluster. Usually that's where their stronghold is, is building the characters and getting you to fall in love with them. I didn't find that with the characters. Is it because there's too many Eternals? No, because you had that with the Avengers. I just think that the acting wasn't that great. You know, they were very kind of... One critic said Angelina was like a wet sponge in her role. Very well said. She just did not bring any... Energy oomph. to it, any oomph. oomph, nothing. But what was interesting was I saw my first ever sex scene in a Marvel movie. Oh, that was very interesting. It's something you never see in That's that whole realm. True. Is that right? Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I, I mean, it, it's got potential. I, what I do t- you give it? B. I give it a B plus. Okay, right. because I liked how they tied it in for the potential future of where it could go. Mm-hmm. So I give it a little bit more than a B. Okay. But worth it. Yeah. It's up to 80% and, on Rotten Tomatoes it, for the audience now. For the audience. For the audience. Yeah. But like, how long was it? I was over two hours, just over two hours. So it was a long one. Right. But it didn't feel, again, I don't feel that when I'm at Marvel movies mm-hmm. because I'm usually entertained. It, it was entertaining. It's just yeah. the act. That, what was it, a wet, wet sponge? That is the best way that you could describe the way she was in that movie. I couldn't figure it out. She's what, usually a pretty dynamic mm-hmm. actor she carries that presence yeah she did not carry that presence in this movie maybe it was the bad blonde wig oh maybe yeah she looked little- maybe her it's out. her bad rotten heart for that okay so donnie said finch and did he say anything he else liked it. He, okay he liked it he said don't let the sci-fi thing not freak that, you out yeah not that i i mean i like some sci-fi i do stuff. too I don't know. Um, what did he say? Uh, well, he's glad to hear we raised a lot of money. And he said, don't let the sci-fi premise scare you away. It's quite funny and charming. Okay. Another one is he recommended Passing, that movie. Right. And um, We're going to talk to Chris Hugh about that on Thursday because he just wrote a big write-up on it today in the Star Tribune. And he said Finch was suspenseful, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But that's a movie, not a series. Yeah, no, I'm kind of looking for some TV series. I'm looking. We are desperate right now. I think I'm going to go to Narcos Mexico because I just dropped on Netflix. Yeah. Not a bad show. Yeah. I enjoy that one. Pretty it's got good. a lot of sex, a lot, of violence. a lot of violence. You might like it too. Yeah. It's just there's it's this you gotta get caught up in the drug Casey's story. He's way ahead of me on that one. I've decided yeah. I'm just passing that one okay. by. Yeah. You you can't just I've start. got too many I've got ten Nancy Drews on the D V R, Julia. I needed a new I need something new. All right. Dynasty fine. on the CW. Uh-uh. I can't. Don't you want a soap? No. All right, listen, we come back. We have our story that we can't get enough of, and it's another episode of Someone talking about their marriage. <laughs> are we going to get jiggy with Will Smith? Oh, yes, we are. Uh-huh. Uh, he is not holding back, you guys, in his new memoir. Um, USA Today calls it a bravely inspiring memoir. And yes, he is talking for the 800th time about his, his marriage <laughs> to Jada Pinkett Smith. But he is talking a lot about it. Um, everything is, uh, the guy that helped him write it is a guy by the name of Mark Manson. Right. And, um, he wrote a book called the subtle art of not giving a bleep. Yeah. Nice. Okay. okay. But, um, he, he, I mean, according to USA Today, cause I haven't read the book yet. And he I was think on, I might. 
he was on with um, GMA. GMA this morning, but mm-hmm. he talked about, you know, like, um, uh, you know, meeting Nelson Mandela and how amazing that was being selected by Steven Spielberg personally to star in Men in Black. He also shares like every low point he has as a celebrity, a father, a son, a husband. He talks about his his dad smacking his mom around and how much abuse there was and until she finally um left that but he's still very loving towards his father you know there's like all this acceptance that and yeah. Will said he has done about it but of course they had tj holmes has to start the interview with because there is some stuff that will smith or a lot actually and he basically confirms that they have an open marriage. Open marriage. Yep. He said they give each other freedom. So they're just, he's, you know. Uh, we've known that for a long time. We've known long that time. for a long time. But I like it being confirmed, though. Yeah, I know. Here's CJ Holmes, just a little soundbite. <clears throat> or maybe not. Everybody's so fascinated with what's going on with you and Jada. We are pursuing the kind of love that everybody dreams about. And we just know that the road don't look like everybody think it's supposed to look. But, uh, you know, don't try this at home, children. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't give relationship advice necessarily. I don't feel like I'm uh, necessarily uh, equipped yet to give relationship advice. (laughs) Next book. (laughs) Next book, for sure. I was reading the book. I had to watch the movie. Okay, I mean, we basically are, called everything but an open marriage. That yeah. He doesn't use those But uh, I love words. it. We are pursuing the kind of love, love. that everybody talks about. Everybody dreams, dreams about. about. It's a fantasy. I guess he thinks that a lot of people have a fantasy to have an open relationship because most relationships could not, could not weather truly being open. The way he and Jada have been so, I guess what he's saying is open for a long time. And we've kind of known that yeah. and seen it. Well, you know, he um, so he was sat down with Oprah Winfrey and it's the yep. interviews on Apple Plus right now. Mm-hmm. It la- it debuted last Friday night, November 5th. Mm-hmm. And, and it, the name of his book is just called Will. Yeah, that's his memoir. Well, and um, he talks about um, his, you know, the beginning of their life together when they first got together, we drank every day. We had sex multiple times a day for four straight months. Well, who doesn't? I know. And he said, I started to wonder if this was a competition. Mm -hmm. Either way, as far as I was concerned, there were only two possibilities. Will Smith says I was going to satisfy this woman sexually. or I was going to die trying. And, um, he said, Winfrey said to him, since you're not dead, we're assuming you won the competition, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. And he just said, you know, those days were spectacular, but his thing with JD says, we can always talk to each other. We can always sit down and we communicate on a level that works for us somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, what he I was could... saying there was saying this would be. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals.
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline careful children because right. it's, it's not for everybody most people would just be a fantasy if they would even admit that i couldn't that handle fantasy. that i couldn't handle knowing that my husband nope. or my boyfriend was with someone else no no way no, no. way Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so it's rare to get people to agree on right. that and i also think that uh jada you know one thing that might be an easier no i'm just just you know, putting myself in the thing in the mindset. I think Jada is truly bisexual, so she also loves women, mm-hmm. having sex with women, and she is. Is that confirmed? What Lord? guy doesn't want? Does, isn't yeah. intrigued by like that? Not saying that they're <laughs> yeah. coming home for a threesome or anything, but she probably also you know uh, enjoys you know. Strange. Do you know that? Do you know that for sure? No, I'm just saying. I get that. You're you're just thinking. I'm just getting that. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I just I'm putting on my everything I've read, Julia, my some of my experiences, and I'm just thinking that this would be a way of like like if it Will Smith, if the relationship was open, and maybe he's bisexual, but I feel like he loves a beautiful woman just based on our. His beeline to us across the red carpet to kiss our hands. <laughs> he really was great. Yeah, really? I mean, he oh, was yeah. drawn to the lady. He was wow. like the first major star on the red carpet that came over to us, and he was just like. We thought they were all going to be that way. I mean, he, was he kissed so our lovely. hands. I mean, this is a man who really. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And I almost feel like it was the year we wore our Monique Lulier, the Greek blue chiffon. No, it was the very first year we were in black. Was it? Mm-hmm. All right. I was in black, you were in maroon. All right. Hey. All right, God, you, you anyway, I, so, I can remember. I love it. So, uh, but the reviews on the book, I mean, like he writes about, he, he did uh trip done Aya, ayahuasca 14 times. What is that? Like peyote, um, like mushrooms, but way more intense. Yeah. Like okay. if you were yeah. going to do this, everything that I know about ayahuasca is that, um, you, you like, you almost go, you pay money to go on a safe journey. I mean, you could go out to Joshua Tree and take it, but I would. You got a babysitter with you. You need a babysitter (laughs) with you to do this. Yes. And he and Jada took a break once, and um, he went and spoke to a sex therapist, and just lots of. I think it would be a good. I think it'd be a good book to read. It's getting rave reviews. It's getting really rave reviews. I might have to start this one. And so is he and as Venus and Serena's dad, King King Richard. Richard. That looks amazing. It it does. does. All right, Grant, tell us what's happening out there with the uh, traffic. we got a few accidents to report. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is, uh, yay, it's Tuesday, and that means it is time for the Lori and Julia Book Club. And we have Laura Davis joining us. Uh, She's written her memoir, and she's also the best-selling co-author of The Courage to Heal, 
Laura, thank you for being hi, with Laura. us today. Hey, hi. Great to be here. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. You're, I don't know that I've read a memoir Mm-mm. that read like fiction that was so honest and searing and wonderful and made me laugh and made me cry. I mean, I've never read a memoir that read like fiction. That, I guess, is where I just want to start with you, Laura. Well, thank that. That's a great uh, compliment. I worked really hard at oh. the uh, craft of this book. I, I didn't just want to tell the story. I wanted it to be like, well, it's, it's, you know, I wanted people to just have to keep turning those pages. And really, it's not a typical situation in a memoir. And that is a testament to your honesty and also what a really incredible writer and storyteller you are. I'm curious why you titled the book The Burning Light of Two Stars. Well, it had another a title for many years, uh, Wholehearted, and I gave up on that because Brene Brown used it, and I, I went to Google, and there were too many books called Wholehearted, and okay. I wanted, when they Googled my thing, to, for it to be that name only. Um, there's a lot of heat references in the book. It mm-hmm. starts with a fire, yep. and my mother and I were these two passionate, intense women who were butting heads with each other for decades, and so... The burning light of two stars just seemed like an appropriate mm. capsule description of the two of us. The, I think you you did describe that, and it yeah. did seem like it. I well, just had, had to know yeah, that, you know, know about it, it because and that almost seems, seems like it could be a fictional book title, too. Well, just one thing kind of interesting is I actually crowdsourced the title. I posted it on Facebook and and other social media because I was up against the wall and needed a new title. Mm -hmm. And that title came from a woman who had actually been a student of mine, a writing student, but she had been a nurse and she had been my mother's nurse. Oh, Oh, so she knew my mother and she emailed me that title and it was like, that's it. Oh, that's a great story. That's a great story, Laura. Okay, so for our listeners, why don't you tell them kind of the setup of your memoir? Obviously, it's your personal story, but I mean, you and your mom have had history. Um, Kind of tell people. Putting that lightly, Julia. I am. I mean, wow. Do we start with your first book? The Courage to Heal? Uh, You can. The Courage to Heal was a book I wrote with Ellen Bass um, in 1988, so more than 30 years Mm -hmm. ago. It was the first book to guide women on the healing process from child sexual abuse. So, yeah, I, I remember you know, this book. that gave people a roadmap of not just your life is ruined, but here's the process of healing. No, uh, I remember. And that book I, actually was. Go ahead. That book was what? It was part of what caused the rift between me and my mother. You know, she and I had a difficult relationship. Um, and when I was in my 20s and I told her that her father um, had sexually abused me as a child, and then went on and wrote this book that became this underground bestseller. Mm-hmm. It caused this huge rift in the family. You know, I desperately wanted her to believe me, mm-hmm. and she desperately wanted me to recant. It led to um, a big period of estrangement. Um, and over the next, I'd say, 10 or 15 years, we really tried to work our way back into our relationship with each other, Um, And I would have told you that we had successfully reconciled, but we were living on opposite sides of the country. She was in New Jersey. I was in California. And I think we needed that 3,000-mile buffer between us Mm -hmm. to have a successful relationship. And this story, the memoir, when she's 80 years old, she calls to announce that she's moving to my town 
for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. And so, and she was starting to develop dementia. And so the, the question that I faced and the question I'm answering in the memoir is, is it possible to take care of a parent who betrayed you in the past? Yes. And, you know, for me, it was, can I become the daughter she needs me to be. Mm-hmm. Laura, I mean, in reading it, and because you do such an, an interesting thing, because your mother and you saved all your letters that you guys wrote each other. And so you have right. all this history in, in letters that you guys wrote back and forth to each other and how your memories of what the letter might have been or had not had been really might have not been the truth. Our memories, our are, memories are always are changing. <laughs> and I just, oh. I felt for you... Um, you know, because I never read A Courage to Heal, um, that book before, and I, I just felt so much for you as this young woman having these memories about what happened to you in your childhood and trying to tell your mom that and just how that all played out. That was just what a what a painful experience for you and for her because it's her yeah. dad. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. It was her dad, you know, and so... Why couldn't she believe me? You know, oh. I can speculate on that till the cows come mm-hmm. home. Right. And the reality was that she really wasn't capable of believing me. And she, it, the ironic thing to me is she gave me the courage I needed to face this whole situation, mm-hmm. but she didn't quite have it herself. Yeah. And, you know, it took me many years to have that kind of compassion for her and not just see her as my enemy. Right. Um, but it was, it was very important to me in telling this story that we both be two very human flawed, imperfect people. I didn't want to be, you know, the hero Mm -hmm. um, or the victim in this story, and I didn't want her to be the enemy. And that's why it took me 10 years to write it. It took me that long to have that level of compassion and understanding for who she was and where she came from and the the forces that made her who she was. I mean, in reading... the Burning, Burning Light of Two Stars by Laura Davis. Yeah, in reading the book, Laura, I, I have to say that um, I feel so fondly about your mom, despite what she Aww. did to you. I've really got a well, kick, kick out of me, her. That makes me really happy. I mean, when I, I, I use a lot of um, beta readers or early readers when I'm working on a book, mm-hmm. and at first, people read it and they would say, you know, oh, your mother, she's awful. But when I got to the end, people would say, well, on this page, I hated you and loved your mother. Mm-hmm. And on this page, I hated your mother and loved you. Mm-hmm. And then I knew I was done. Yeah. <laughs> I had achieved what I wanted. Right. Which was just to show two people who have every reason to love each other or not to have a relationship with each other and watch them both struggling to find a, their way back to that love. And then the relationship with your brother and yeah. <laughs> and how that all played into it. And as you know, I have um, my father passed away and I'm one of five and we all had our roles in taking care of dad before he passed and how family, I think this would be a great book for families who are, you know, having caretaking, caretaking and, a, their parents because there is a lot of different stuff that comes up. That, oh, my gosh. That just you can't believe. And then all the misunderstandings over silly things that, you know, happened and everything. And it's not silly. It's real. Yeah. But I felt you're just such a good writer. This is a really great book. Yeah. And I think care, caretaking, caregiving is hard regardless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I think there's an epidemic now of people taking care of a parent mm-hmm. um, and feeling some ambivalence about that. And, mm-hmm. you know, even if you've had a wonderful relationship, there could still be 
ambivalence about becoming a caregiver because it's exhausting and it's stressful and it's it's really painful to watch someone you love grow old. Yeah. And like when you have kids at home, which I did, and then you're in the sandwich generation, you're squeezed like crazy. Um, and on top of it, we had this history that was yeah. not fully resolved. Yeah, you're um, the story uh, in the book when you bring uh, Temi, your mom, to go see her sister Faye in Florida mm-hmm. was just, oh my God, <laughs> tears, like cried the whole way through that whole chapter because I just, I think, well, good, you know, A, that was wonderful that, you know, your wife talked you into that, you know, let's take, let's have the two sisters be together but it just made me think of my own family and and you know that situation. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's that that's this that's is inevitable yes. for all of us. Yeah, you know, I I posted the first um, five chapters of the book up on my website at lauradavis.net/slash/chapters. Okay. And every day I hear from people, and they say things like, you know, I'm thinking about my mother or my daughter in a whole different way. Yes. I've never thought this deeply about my relationship with my mother, or I just picked up the phone and called my mother mm. for the first time in 18 years. Oh. So, I mean, that's there's nothing more gratifying for an author to know that the story you have shared, it, it's not just entertaining people, you know, or, or holding their attention, but yeah, it's, you're helping, you're having an impact deeply about their own family situations. Yeah. There's a limited amount of time. Well, and, and there's there, I guess, you know, how you work your way back into a relationship because so many people will have these, like, there is such a thing where people are like, I can't be around my parents. You know, the toxicity is this or that, but I don't know. I, I feel like the way you examine the, what is really at the heart of it, the endurance of a mother daughter love. love or a mother Son, you know, love that is that is there, and that was very very moving to to read mm-hmm. how you did that. I mean, I think I I want to say to people listening that what I did is not necessarily right for everyone. I right, mean, I think there are situations yes where the person you're thinking about is they're mm-hmm. mentally ill, right? It's too toxic of a relationship. Mm-hmm. They're violent. Um, it's it's just better to create a separation and not try to reconcile directly. But I believe that even in those situations, when you can't physically have a relationship with someone, you could still come to a place of peace and resolution inside yourself. Yeah. I remember this one woman I interviewed once and she said, I had to close the door, but I left the porch light on. Oh, that's such a good yeah. metaphor. You know, that yeah. just really touched me. Like yeah. she, she had come to a place of resolution and understanding about these parents that she was never going to see again because they had been so uh, violent and abusive. Um, so she knew she didn't want that. But but when they got to the end of their life, she was able to let go, to forgive them. But it was all from afar. Mm. And so she had that sense of peace inside herself and resolution. But I think it only, it only comes when you've done your own healing work. Yes. Uh, you know, you have yep. to get to the point where you're no longer affected by what happened to you. Yeah before you could start moving into a place of reconciliation or forgiveness. Yeah, that's oh Laura, we it's could so just well we could talk to you all day. I know you've got a radio show and you've written all these books, <laughs> but if people want to find you, is it lauradavis.net is that the best place to be in touch yes, with you? lauradavis.net, that's oh, right. Okay. And, um, like I said, 
forward slash chapter if you want to read the beginning of the book. But lauradavis.net, you'll find everything about my... Oh, oh you people be, need to the, buy the, the book. Well, it's the, a good book. This would be a good book club yeah. uh, thing. I think you'd be like amazing to have as a guest <laughs> uh, via Zoom at a book club because I could we could just yeah, talk to you all day. And- People are buying it, you know, as holiday presents. And I, I love that families are starting to read it together. Mm-hmm. And it's it's leading to real conversations mm-hmm. that have not been possible before. Yeah. So, so this is wonderful to meet yes. you, Laura. We've, we've got to run, but we'll put this up on our podcast. We keep our all of our book club interviews up. And we so appreciate your time today and sending Thanks. us extra books to give away. Thank you. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah, for thank sharing you, your Laura. Story. All right, we call Grant. All right, take care. Okay, take care. 651-641-1071. Absolutely a Riverdean memoir. It is. We'll be All right back. All right, Tippy, you know who you are. Nancy, you know who you are. You're our book winners today, and I'm going to put in a little extra something because we're cleaning out, you know, the double wide for our remodel. Well, <laughs> don't air our dirty laundry. <laughs> I'm going to throw in an extra book or two, but you know, part of it, um, you know, coming to terms with your mom, we just uh, talked with Laura Davis, the burning light of two stars. I, I What popped up on my screen is the glass castle when we first met Jeanette oh, Wells yeah. and talking about her life with her parents right. who um, chose to live a completely different lifestyle right. and how she had to marry, you know, and her, you know, feelings with her mother and come to terms with that's who her mom was, a homeless person. That's who she wanted to be. Yeah. And I just that just popped up, and I thought that was mm-hmm. such another impactful. Well, book that I mean, we Laura writing that "Courage to Heal" back in 1988. I remember uh, when that book came out because I was fully at Carlson Companies, yeah. being a watching my morning shows, getting yeah. ready, putting on my makeup. I'm sure at a little tiny TV in my bathroom, right? You know, on the vanity, as one does, uh-huh. as one did in the eighties. Yes. You know, and um, I remember when this book came out, and I remember having a conversation. With, I mean, because it was just shocking, like incest and abuse and. Like, and the, the two women, I remember, like, there was, like, all this scorn heaped on Laura and her co-writer that they were lesbians making men look bad, right. you know, and really they were just not keeping quiet anymore about something that had been kept quiet for years and right. years and years. And But I remember one of my um, uh, relatives w- said to me, why would anyone talk about that, let alone in a book? 
Yeah. And I, I think just, that's what Laura's mom thought. Yes. Yeah. You Timmy. know, like, even if that did happen, don't speak of it. Just put it in a closet in your put mind. And, pretend. and and And, of course, that was the whole thing with her Courage to Heal book was that we have to be out loud. We have to be able to say in our family, you know, so because most of the time, the molesting and touching and raping is happening from a family member, right. a cousin, and a family stays friend. quiet out of shame, right. out of, you know, the so It was just huge. And that book sold like 1.8 million. And they were on like the talk shows. Yes. They were probably on Tom's late night with Tom Snyder because I was a devoted. I loved him. I loved but that they, and show. From that came I like, love a midnight show back I in lo- the day. So did I. And again, you know, and out of the Courage to Heal yeah. workbook, the Courage to Heal part two, yeah. I mean, that really a lot it it that book the burning light of two stars is 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 it was so good it really was and it really really good kim from la our publicist and extraordinary with that one she does a good job yeah and you know um yeah i just really i it it's uh they really were thrown in the limelight and i i remember expected at all but i remember being struck uh, just like like Profoundly struck when my relative said, why would you talk about that? Like, I was like, holy crap. Right. Well, no wonder. Right. You know, Laura was a student of Ellen Bass, who was the co-writing partner. Right. And then because the memories start coming to Laura in her mid 20s and she just did this happen. And then just children have a remarkable ability to like fold in on themselves. Yeah. You know, so repressed. Yeah. memory for kids who've been traumatized whether it's violence right. you know physically whether it's the sexual you know whatever it is probably famines you know any horrible thing they right. they're they're able to do that but then what happens is that when it comes out later it comes out strong yeah, yeah or like you then you think can you trust your memories i mean it's incredibly traumatic for the memories to come back out right which is why so many people will fight like hell to keep them in by you know, I think that was when all the Brent Kavanaugh stuff was coming out too. When everyone was starting to have these memories, I know I had one uh, of things that happened to me, and I think all these people started remembering things, remembering that assaults we, that happened in high school yeah, and college, and that we all us. kind of put away yeah. and just dismissed yeah. from ourselves because then we'd have to acknowledge that, um, you know. Not that there was anything to blame, but you always felt all What was along, my role in this? What was my role right. in this? Not something you'd think like when, if yeah. you were a kid, but anyone, you know, you're going, well, I was drunk, you know. But, and, and and just the, the, I was really struck in this book about the mm. letters between Temmie, the mom, and Laura, the daughter, and, and how mm. um, honest and brutal. Yeah. And I think I would have fallen apart. Some of the words that her mom wrote to her, I think I would have just fallen apart. But she said, my mom gave me the strength to be a ball buster. She wasn't herself. But Laura said, I had it in me. My mom gave me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those were really powerful. So the this is just a, a really compelling book. The Burning Light of Two Stars. Anywho, it just, it kind of sticks with you. Very much mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I... I <laughs> I was just that one chapter. I was just oh. crying my eyes out when she I had to say goodbye to her sister and like thinking, well, this will be the last time they see each other. And, you know, we'll see any of the nieces or nephews. And, you know, it just made Sad. me think about my, you know, yeah. like, OK, we all take time so for granted. I know, you know, 
And, uh, yeah, it, it had a lot of, and then the book itself has like 25 great book club questions. Yes, it does. So, and she'd be willing to be part of your book club too if you wanted to have wonderful. this. She also wrote a parenting book. She's, she's just, written, she's written a ton of books. Yeah. She, this, she does writers' workshops that sound like yoga and show. meditation. Yeah. And maybe light hiking and good food. <laughs> so like it's kind of love it. My Santa kind of Cruz. a trip. My sister's exactly. Santa Cruz. Yeah, my sister's wherever. college roommate. My sister moved there after college at UMD. It's a cute. To Santa Cruz. It's a, it's cute a town. darling town. Cute town. Mm-hmm. It is darling. All right. Anywho. Yeah. That book will stay with you. Yeah, it really will. All right. We'll be back, folks. So will we. We'll stay with you. <laughs>